Let's start with a brief summary. This article written by Paul Graham in 2012 discusses the rise and potential of hardware-based startups. It points out that Y Combinator's broad and early focus has allowed it to witness the success of hardware-based companies. It also mentions that investors are often biased against hardware, but this prejudice can change over time and that hardware has always been cool. Graham encourages those with a hardware-based startup idea to apply to Y Combinator and states that they are particularly interested in such ideas. Before we dive in, I want to share a quick note about how this podcast is created. As you've probably noticed, this podcast isn't voiced by a human, but by artificial intelligence. I'm obligated to inform you of this beforehand due to the rules of AI services. This podcast is made possible by our sponsor, Wope.com, an AI startup that combines content marketing with artificial intelligence to significantly boost traffic and revenue of your startups. For all the latest content, be sure to follow me at x.com, Yigith Koner. Now, let's turn our attention back to the essay, The Resurgence of Hardware, A New Era of Hardware Startups and Investor Attitudes. Original title, The Hardware Renaissance. Date, October 2012. One advantage of Y Combinator's early broad focus is that we see trends before most other people. And one of the most conspicuous trends in the last batch was the large number of hardware startups. Out of 84 companies, seven were making hardware. On the whole, they've done better than the companies that weren't. They've faced resistance from investors, of course. Investors have a deep-seated bias against hardware, but investors' opinions are a trailing indicator. The best founders are better at seeing the future than the best investors, because the best founders are making it. There is no one single force driving this trend. Hardware does well, bit slash lap bits dot blog slash 11 slash pebble dash smartwatch tops out at 10 million on Kickstarter on crowdfunding sites. The spread of tablets, paulgram.com slash tablets dot makes it possible to build new things controlled by slash locatron.com and even incorporating double robotics.com them. Electric motors slash or www.boostedboards.coms have improved. Wireless connectivity of various types can now be taken for granted. It's getting more straightforward to get things manufactured. Arduinos, 3D printing, laser cutters, and more accessible CNC milling are making hardware easier to prototype. Retailers are less of a bottleneck as customers increasingly buy online. One question I can answer is why hardware is suddenly cool. It always was cool. Physical things are great. They just haven't been as great a way to start a rapidly growing business as software. But that rule may not be permanent. It's not even that old. It only dates from about 1990. Maybe the advantage of software will turn out to have been temporary. Hackers love to build hardware, and customers love to buy it. So if the ease of shipping hardware even approached the ease of shipping software, we'd see a lot more hardware startups. It wouldn't be the first time something was a bad idea till it wasn't and it wouldn't be the first time investors learned that lesson from founders. So if you want to work on hardware, don't be deterred from doing it because you worry investors will discriminate against you. And in particular, don't be deterred from platkai-ycom.com to Y Combinator with a hardware idea, because we're especially interested in hardware startups. We know there's room for the next Steve Jobs, ambitious TML, but there's almost certainly also room for the first, your name here. Thanks to Sam Altman, 
Trevor Blackwell, David Kahn, Sanjay Dastor, Paul Gerhardt, Cameron Robertson, Harj Tagar, and Gary Tan for reading drafts of this.